know, Jared, the boss man show, we got it. Coach Adam showed multiple times before in the past. It's all stopped. But now he's here. East Carolina, he's there for a second time in East Carolina. Back since 1999, the first time. It's Joe Dooley. Coach Dooley, you're back in Greenville, man. How does it feel to be back where you were, where you were before, man? Well, it's, it's the town has grown. Obviously, it's uh, it's been a while, but you know, a lot of progress, a lot of new things, and excited to be back. Yes, indeed. Now, Coach, what does it mean to you to come back, come back for a second time to, to help lead this program at East Carolina? You know, last time you were using the CAA, now you're in the American Athletic Conference, now the AAC. So, so that has to be, that's one big change. But uh, how's it to be back and see all the changes that's been made and how the improvements have been made in the program, the facilities? And has it just wow you when you got that call about it coming up to, the, to come back one, one more time? Well, I think the facilities, I all the things you've mentioned were a factor in us, in us coming back. I mean, you're, you're in a multiple, which is great. Uh, you know, the CAA, we weren't in a multiple bid league, and now we have a chance to, for at-large bids. And uh, the facilities, they built a new practice facility, which is terrific. We've got a uh, – the weight room is off the charts. You know, our office situation and, and players' lounge and those type of things are all really good. Uh, so we have something we – have, we have some something to sell. Now, it's a very difficult league, as we both know, but uh, now we've got a fighting chance. Yeah, coach. I say, and your league is a lot, of, a lot of, like your league is like kind of a weird league because uh, it's not like your league's like uh, the league of I don't call it rejects, but it's kind of like like you got Tulsa out there, Wichita State. You got you know you got Connecticut. So it's like you got a lot of, a group of this a group of teams together, you know. But so it's kind of good, it's kind of bad at the same time. You have a regional footprint of everywhere you like you want to, you know. So no national conference, but it's kind of cool as well. You got Memphis getting a lot of attention, bringing a lot of attention to the conference, and now you being there, East Carolina. So. How do you feel about your confidence as a whole and how different different variables you have coaching in AAC now going forward? Well, I think you've got really good coaches. I mean, you look at Wichita State. Greg Marshall's obviously been a Final Four coach. You've got, you know, Mick Cronin. You've got Kellen Sampson's coach teams to a Final Four. And, you know, Tulsa, you know, SMU had been on the uptick and would have been good, I think, was an NCAA tournament last year team if they, uh-huh. if they didn't get injured, you know, down to seven guys. So I think you've got a lot of really good teams. You've got a lot of really good coaches. Um, I think it's the fan base is excited because you can, you know, it's a, like I said, it's a multiple bid league and you can, but now that being said, travel is hard, but it, it is, you know, in a lot of the leagues, when you look at even the big 12 where I was at Kansas, you know, those are flights to West Virginia and some of those other places weren't necessarily easy trips either. You got there, right, coach. Now, now, recruiting-wise, Coach, with teams out there in Texas, Oklahoma, got Connecticut, got Orlando, the UCF, Memphis, Penny Hardaway, those guys. So you feel like you can recruit on a more national basis because of the expansive reach of the league now that you can really go after guys you wouldn't go, you wouldn't go after the Gulf Coast, of course, but you can go after more guys, get a little, get high school guys coming there that you can have for all four years rather than go the transfer route so much or the JUCO route. You can get, get build a program with four-year guys with the with the, with the, with the selling point that, hey, you can play the, all these different schools, all these exposed. If you play good, play well for me, you make it play professionally in the NBA, the G League, or overseas. If you show yourself they had that, 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 that skill set, well, I think that there's a, bu- a bunch of things we, you know, we we did transfers. Some of the reasons we transferred at Florida Gulf Coast was to create uh, class balance. We've got pretty good, pretty good class balance here right now. Uh, I'm not opposed to taking a transfer if it's a good fit. I just don't want them transferring problems. I want them because maybe there's a family situation or there's something this or that or. But uh, I, I do think with the players in eastern North Carolina and the state of North Carolina, we've got to recruit the state. Uh, there's a lot of schools in the state that you have to compete with. That's okay. We, we'll find our own little niche. Um, you know, there's a, there's a lot of ways to look at it. We've, we've, you know, we've messed around with a little bit of the international market. 
um, which I think could help us and some other things. But I also think that you know, our fan base is hungry for, for basketball, and it's our job to help produce and help help give them something to cheer about. Exactly, Coach. I feel like your style of coaching, Coach, the way the way you guys play, the the way you coach as a person, the way you run one of your programs, if you yourself for any kid who wants to go, who wants to come uh, play for you guys, you know, cause I feel like with, with you and your pedigree and what you've done at Gulf Coast, what you've done in your career, where you've been at, uh, kids respect it when you when you walk walk in the door and you make the phone cause I feel like that'll help you guys with just who you are as well and your who your staff is. Well, I think you, you have to sell. I mean, the the good thing is, you know. Everybody says they want to play professionally. That's a great goal. And the good thing for us is, you know, we've, I've been fortunate. I've been places where we've had pros. And coaching a pro won't be a novelty to us. And, you know, our program, we've, we've got a lot of work to do. I think the, the, the players understand that. We understand that. Now it's time to put our head down and, and go forward. Folks, there's Joe Dooley here the Boston Show with East Carolina Pirates here with me on the Boss Band Show. Now, Coach Dooley, I know you only have two weeks, two, two, uh, two hours a week with, you, with your guys. So, how have you been using those two hours to kind of implement your system, kind of see, kind of fill out like, what you got on the court as you make a recruit, as you kind of build the program down the road and keep that class balance? So, uh, what are you seeing from your guys so far? And how joy has it been to see your guys kind of buy into what you and your staff are selling right now? Well, I think the big thing is we've, we've got a lot of work to do skill wise, footwork wise, and uh, we spend a lot of time doing that. I think that the biggest thing for us will be to improve our skill and and uh, and our athleticism. We need to in recruiting. We need to more fast switch guys. We need a little bit more length on the wing. Um, you know, we we need to we need some more guard play. We've got to uh, for depth. So I, I do think that our young guys um, have been pretty good so far. Um, you know, we got a small sampling size because of you know we're done getting ready to go in exams already. So we only got about two weeks to work with them. Um, but we get them back for the whole summer. We're going both summer sessions, and I think this summer is going to be pivotal for us and seeing how, how much better we can get quickly. You got that right, Coach. And yeah, you're right, because I, I think about it, Coach, to head. Yeah, you know, exams is about over because I've been out of school so long, I forget. Yeah, it's like late April. Yeah, I was getting that, uh, that point that school is about out. You get, you get summertime, so yeah, that's, that's how it the is. good news and the bad news. Yeah, you got that right. You got that right, Coach. Now, now being an AAC coach, uh, non-com scheduling wise, it helped you out a lot because you know you got those Delta rivalries there in Carolina, in Carolina, of course, and then you're in a, a, a major conference now. You can just say, "Hey, you can come play us here. We can come play you." It's, I think it's easy for you to kind of schedule now for your guys to kind of test your team. Now, not having this to play those guaranteed games, the buy games, just to travel all over the place, just to get good, good competition. Like you did last year, it would go close for them to play military C twice. Or now you can kind of set your schedule to kind of you can kind of control the flow now, being in East Carolina. Now. It's a, it's a little easier getting games because we won ten games last year. It was a little harder getting games coming off a twenty six game. You know, so. It's scheduling so you can get some confidence. It's scheduling so we can also test our team and see, you know, who we really are before we go to the AAC. Um, you know, most of them are non-conference. I think we only have two games to schedule. I, you know, I, I, I've got the schedule from uh, when I got here, so we're going to tweak that here, and, you know, as we go, move forward and try to figure some things out. But I do think that being in a major conference, you'll be able to get, you know, some home-and-homes or try to ex- explore and experiment with some of those things and maybe get a chance to, some play some regional and maybe some you know more, more geographic games also. 
Exactly. Now, Coach, so talk about East Carolina for us. I've came out there a few times when I when Griffin McNeil was there as the coach's football coach out there. So for for people that aren't familiar with the university or know what's about, try to listen to in Atlanta because I got a lot of kids I coach a lot of high school kids listen to my, my show here. A lot of high school love the show. So once you kind of sell tell tell the kids in Atlanta about, about a little bit about East Carolina way that has the offers, they can kind of say, hey, maybe an option for for me too. I think it's a lot like Athens. It's a college town. You've got a great college atmosphere. Our facilities are terrific. I mean, our practice facility and our weight room are big time. Uh, you know, football Saturdays that people get behind and support the Pirates. I think the thing about it is we're close enough to Atlanta that guys can get home, direct flights back home, that you can you can have a good college experience. It's, it's not that far that you can't drive. Uh, I do think that we will recruit Georgia. We recruited Georgia pretty well when we were at Florida Gulf Coast. We had a lot of kids interested. I, I think that the, the big thing for us is getting the right people that fit what we want to do and staying after it and, and i do think that this is a you know a, a great place to have a college experience i think that when i asked our guys when i got here what do you think about going to school here every one of our guys likes going to school here that's an that's an important factor yes indeed because i said yeah some more for that like, you know you know the grief is kids like everybody when i go to pros you need to get that degree been a student athlete for real which is good because i coach some coaches i've talked to don't care just like academia. it's just just about like the players but it's good that you care about the kids and their asking education which is very important because education is power that's what i try to tell the kids i talk to when i go talk to kids and do a clinic around here get your education guys that's, that's power for you not just playing ball football basketball get you a degree then you can really move on from that no doubt. And, uh, you know, we've got great academic support. The, the big thing is, you know, I heard an analogy years ago, and I, I, I don't know whether it's true or not, but a parent asked a coach, how many of your guys graduate? The coach said to him, every one of them that wants to. We've got all the resources. The only reason you wouldn't graduate is because you chose not to, because you didn't do what you're supposed to do. And uh, we're not going to tolerate that. But we do have, you know, tutors and mentors and a commitment to making sure that our guys get their degrees and are prepared for the real world after, after they're done playing. You got that right, Coach. Now, Coach, now, what can you do for is uh, NCAA-wise to uh, try to help build your team bond? Like, in the summertime, can you all go out on trips together to kind of build that bond because you've been a new coach, a new staff, you kind of have a bound bond with your team, bond with your guys. So what things can you all allow to do to kind of bond as a staff, bond with your players, so you all kind of be on one accord come October when things all kick off for real? Well, I think the big thing will be this summer will be, will be a commitment to the weight room, and then when we get out on the court, you know, getting a feel and, creating an environment of here this is how hard we try this is what we're going to do if you make a mistake play through the mistake just don't quit on a player quit on a drill and uh, i think we've tried to implement that being making sure our guys are being in, in tune with making sure they're on time for their tutors making sure just that there's accountability making sure that we're doing the right thing uh, mistakes are going to be made we all know that but let's try to limit mistakes and limit distractions you out there right now. That's what I have for you, Coach. It's your typical day, Coach. I know it's been a, a war room for you guys who are new coaches. So, is your day been like kind of meetings, doing media, meeting with the staff, meeting with the players, doing a practice plan for the workouts, meeting with community leaders? All of the above. How's your day been? All of the above. <laughs> and, oh, man. And, and, then, and, then, and you haven't even thrown in recruiting yet. you got to factor in, you know, we've gotten broke recruiting and trying to bring kids in and uh, underclass recruiting, class for this year, you know, recruiting for this year. Um, you know, doing some media obligations, but also making sure that you're spending time with your own players because those are the most important guys you got to recruit. You got there, right? I keep the ones you got recruited on. The guys you had right there in the house. The coach, I, I'll probably imagine that Red Bull coffee is your best friend right now <laughs> to keep you. Nah, a little, keep little, iced tea, little iced tea. Uh, <laughs> I, I don't do the Red Bull. I'm afraid I'm, I'm already hyper enough. I start doing some Red Bull, I might do something stupid. So I try to limit that. <laughs> 
hear that, Coach. I, I hear that, man. But, Coach, I thank you for your time today, Coach. And as always, I'd love to talk to you, Coach. Talk to you in October, man. Round season kicks off. So we can get, get, kind of get a feel for where you guys at now, Coach. Good luck in Greenville. We'll talk to you again real soon, man. Appreciate it. Take care, now. Have a good day. Travis Williams, President and CEO of Academics and Athletic Consultant, focused on educating and empowering tomorrow's collegiate athletic leaders. My passion is for the education and genuine concern and care for today's student athlete. It's the centerpiece of my life's work. A college education, both in and out of the classroom, is a truly rewarding benefit. For more information on AAC, you can go to www.academicsandathletics.com consulting.com once again www.academicsandathleticsconsulting.com or you can follow me on Facebook at Academics and Athletic Consulting or Twitter at Coach TWheel24 or Instagram Travis L. Williams24 or you can call me at 404-542-607 once again, AAC is very proud to partner with J.R. McHenry of the Bossman Radio Show, covering sports and entertainment across the country. Please tune in weekly for informative, entertaining, and expert analysis on today's sports and entertainment topics. Thank you. A gorgeous tan from Suntan City gives you an inner glow that relights the fire when you run into your first crush. Vicky, who was that? An old boyfriend. Lucky you just tanned at Suntan City. Lucky he's single. We're doing lunch tomorrow. Won't be single for long then. During Tour of the City, try all five tans, including spray tan, for just $4.99. Restrictions may apply. Click to buy now. Hip hop fans, I got a great album for you. Today, we have them from Family Grind ENC, True Speech, and 313 Fresh. We're going to give you two discs, 33 songs of here, genuine hip hop albums available on iTunes, Amazon, Google Play, illstreetrex.com, and streaming live right now on Rhapsody, Beats Music, Spotify, Xbox Music, Slacker Radio, and SoundCloud. Check them out today. True Speech and 313 Fresh Family Grind ENT. Believe in it, get it. Yo, yo, what's going on, boss? No much, man, no much, bro. We want to get see what you brought about, my man. Maybe you're coming home, man. Inspiring them. Six was to beat them Miami Heat, man. 
uh, just in general, how you love that environment from Meek Mill, how Philadelphia's been on the team. It's like the, that's like the championship you was right up with the Eagles, the little Nova, the Sixers on the run there with my proper coach and on the team, man. So, what's feel about that having Meek Mill from the home to see that a lot of guys jump from jail to game? Yeah, I mean, it's awesome, man, because me, we know, you know, out there, rapper, you know, know, top 10, you know, of of rappers going, uh, that's out there right now today, but his situation, you know, as far as him being locked up, you know, uh, unjustly, I think, you know, made his, made his star power even, even brighter, you know, made his appeal even more, even more likable now, knowing that he was incarcerated, you know, by, you know, funny, uh, funny villains there about the judge and you know and, and it really you know kind of brought you know into the spotlight the criminal justice system as a whole so me I think gained a whole new uh, new lane of fandom you know by going through this man so and, and like I said him coming home and Philly you know winning the clinching game last night uh, against Miami to win that series it was it was huge man and and like I said Philly you know it, it, it's like you know, championship city right now. Like you said, man, from the Eagles doing their thing, man, Villanova, Philly, man, who knows? Philly may make some noise and, you know, reach conference final and maybe flirt with making the NBA finals, man. So, you know, it's just a good look for Philadelphia uh, overall right now. I, I thought it was funny, like, when I was reading these stories about the, the owner was, like, waiting outside of the, the prison or the jail to, like, pick him up. Like, he was there himself. Waiting to pick him up to bring him back to the game, right? That was the story that was out there. Is that accurate? Yeah. So, yeah. Like, yeah. Yeah. Basically, yeah. You just don't like. It's just you don't. I don't know that I've ever. I don't remember ever a scenario where the owner has like been waiting to pick you know bring somebody to the game, kind of as an inspirational thing like that. I thought that was pretty, you know, pretty you know, a unique situation, which added another layer to what you were talking about, JC, where it was kind of like added a whole other layer of excitement to that whole aspect of the game, right? Oh, yeah. Yeah, it was, it was a good look for the city, man. And, you know, you know, Free, Free McNeil was like, you know, the hot uh, hashtag the last couple of months now. And for him to, for him to be home and to see that last night, it was, it was just a great, a great, a great deal, a great look for the city. Now, J.C., now, rumor has LeBron James from Philadelphia in France. It's a place he can land. I think he'll mess up that young team when they chemistry. They don't need him to be successful. It's like get older, get wilder, and fuck more. LeBron, they should not bring him to the premise of that program. When LeBron comes to your program, he just throws us all about him. I think a good thing in Philadelphia, the process is it's, it's, it's working. A great coach, a group of young guys mixed around, right bits around them. They sort of grow together. They can go further. They get better and young. You get better as they grow in the bread box, too, with your teachings. Exactly, they don't need LeBron. You know, Ben Simmons is basically, you know, uh, a, a young LeBron minus a jump shot. And the one thing ever did is that jump shot, you know, look out. But, um, yeah, Philly doesn't need LeBron, <laughs> you know. And if Houston was a championship this year, they don't need LeBron. So, it's really, to me, either stay in Cleveland or go to L.A. Yeah, that's really the only two options in, in my eyes for LeBron because I think Houston going to win this year. If that happens, there's no need to go there. So might as well stay in Cleveland or, or you know, pack your bags and head west. <laughs> we touched on this uh, a few weeks back with, with LeBron. Like, it, it's basically, he's he's done everything except play in a big city environment, right? In, like, one of the top-tier um, markets. That That's his last hill to climb. So it kind of makes sense that that's what he would do. Now, Philadelphia, I would say, is, like, kind of like a, 
a one A market? Is that probably probably a good way to put Philly? Is a one A market or one B rather? You know, they're not right. Like, yeah. L A, New York, Boston, Philly right. kind of be like a right. little just below that, right? Right. So I tend to agree with you guys. I mean, why, if you're Philly, but Jr. made a good point. Like for all the good things LeBron does when he comes to your program, it's LeBron as it, as it should be. I mean, he's earned that right. It's not like he you know he he doesn't earn the right to have the you know, the, the superstar mantle be placed on him when he goes to an organization but that's not what they need so i think you guys might might be on to something there absolutely yes it, yes it, you know jc got a couple more for you brother uh memphis is recruiting this stuff van with the penny hard on it man seem like every every week i hear a story about penny hard where in memphis on the program him saying that mike miller are the best ones to teach about being one and done so what is the bulls ain't silly in memphis right away uh mike miller and those boys but, well, what the guy going so far in the city? How city respond to the man? coming down there. Tubby to get exactly. Tubby wouldn't even wouldn't even got close to some of these guys, thinking that he wouldn't have had a chance to recruit them. But Penny, what's what's so great about Penny is the fact that he's so bright eyed and bushy tail right now. So right now, basically with Penny, it, it, the sky's the limit. You know what I'm saying? He can do anything. You know, he he doesn't he's not he's not a coach per se yet. So he's, he hasn't been run down and beaten, beaten through the mill as far as college coaching goes. So in his mind, everything he does, you know, is an opportunity to go out there and shoot with a star. So why not go get that five-star kid in Minnesota? You know what I'm saying? Like, there's, there's, there's no limit to what, uh, what Penny can do right now. And, and there's a story every every day here, uh, you know, about Penny's van, the suit-up van that's been getting a lot of attention. And... The, the way Penny wears his hat, the flat brim hat, like that's actual a story right now when you listen to Memphis Radio. Like, so there's always something new, you know, and, and the honeymoon, like, you know, it's been like a month now. And, and, and you know, the honeymoon, the honeymoon is still is still ongoing. And, you know, of course it's going to end at some point, but everybody's kind of just reveling in this phenomenon of, of Coach Penny right now and these Tigers, man, and I think it's awesome. And, like I said, the players, we have a top 26 Oh, top, I'm sorry, top 30, the number 26 ranked recruiting class uh, for 2018 right now. You know, and he did that within a side of uh, a few weeks. So, you know, just the prospects of that and the prospects of adding maybe a James Wiseman next year, the number one player in 2019. You know, so we're just, we're giddy right now, man. Like, we, we're just, we, we're falling back in love. It's always love with Tigers basketball here, you know, tradition. And in the last few years, you know, it kind of, Falters a little bit, and you know people didn't care about it as much. But now everybody's on board, man. So it's a great look for the whole city uh, overall. I uh, hear that. And last one I got for you is where you go, JC is Bickerstaff. What's the word on him? Is he gonna stick around or is he gonna man? I guess we're the head coach of the Grizzlies. The way it's looking, um, Bickerstaff is gonna be coach next year because you haven't really heard anything about names, candidates out there to pop up. You know for. Uh, uh, the Grizz head coach, you know, vacancy for next year, and I think you do have to give bigger staff a chance because it was really unfair for him to step into this position uh, with everything that happened with Fizdale being fired so early in the season and the twenty what nineteen game losing streak that happened this year. It was really unfair to bigger staff, and I think you really have to give him, you know, a full year. You know, you give him a contract, a minimum what two two year deal or whatever, two three year deal. You know. And then kind of evaluate him over a full 82-game season where he is the head coach from day one. So, 
you know, by all accounts, uh, J.D. Dickerstaff will be the head coach uh, here in Memphis uh, again next year. Chris Paul's going to be fired or he's going to stick around too? I hope so. Um, I'm starting to hashtag, you know, uh, fire Chris Wallace immediately, like expeditiously. <laughs> like, we have to get rid of Chris Wallace. Like, I don't know how he survived all these years. And I think, you know, by us just going to the playoffs, kind of just, you know, we were content with that. But after what happened with Chandler Parsons and signing him to that bad deal and, you know, uh, everything that's been going on with us not getting, you know, quality draft, draft picks, you know, we always pick the wrong guys every year. It, it just, it, it's time for Chris Wallace to go. I, mean, I appreciate what he did early on, but he's been here 10 years now. Like, it's too long, man. Like, it's, it's time to go. It's time just for new energy, new eyes, man, new New front office management to lead the careers into the uh into the future chair. All right, boy, I know you're shop, man. Get there, get there, get to that defense cut. But you come in happy, coming up, you're gonna leave. Remember the commercial, bro? <laughs> That's right. That's right, man. You know, got to happy, gonna leave happy. Gotta stay fresh, you know. I can't, can't be going poop, man, you know, with, with a busted with a busted hairdo, man. I gotta I gotta stay fresh to ladies, man. <laughs> no doubt. Hey bro, we're talking as we folks. Three man weave, we out, man. your photo video and voiceover needs check out the fine folks blu-ray productions they will take good care of you if you don't believe me you can see for yourself check out their work at blueberryproductions.tv the facebook page blueberry productions also vimeo page a youtube page and it's blueberry b-l-u-b-e-r-r-y prod on twitter check them out today blueberry productions great people great work great service Fantasy football season is fast approaching, and if you're looking for an edge this season, you need to contact the guys at Draft Day Consultants. The concept is a simple one. Draft Day Consultants takes your requests and connects you with one of their trusted analysts, who then guide you through your draft, whether you just need a sounding board on decisions or if you need them to conduct your entire draft. Draft Day Consultants has you covered. Every one of their consultants has a proven track record of success and have conducted hundreds, even thousands of mock drafts. Thanks to this year-round research and analysis, the guys at DDC have an unmatched understanding of player values. So gain an edge on your league mates this season by hitting up DraftDayConsultants.com. That's www.DraftDayConsultants.com. Now get after it, fantasy footballers. Yeah, yeah, it's your man, JC, the host with the most, baby. And it goes down each and every Saturday night right here in the city of Memphis. That's right, y'all. It goes down at Clicks Sports Bar Memphis, baby. 3705 Malco Way, Memphis, Tennessee, 38125. Come out and join us, the Three Kings, each and every Saturday night for the liveest karaoke in the city. Everybody gets in free till 10 p.m., only $5 after. Great food. We got drink specials. We got all kind of games, man. We got the pool tables popping. Whatever you want, we got you, man. Come on out. Have a good time with us each and every Saturday night. That's Clicks Sports Bar, Memphis.
Boss Man Show. We're joined by the new coach at each consecutive Colonels, A.W. Hamilton, with me on the Boss Man Show. Coach Hamilton, how are things up there in Richmond, man? Well, uh, things are good. We, we're trying to still wait for springtime. We need the sun to come out, but now things are going really well here. And, you know, excited about this team that I got and, you know, and the recruiting class we're putting together. Yes, indeed. And congrats on this gig, Coach. I know it's a good job with that East Kentucky. You're right there in Lexington, not that far away from you guys. A good location for you guys to recruit from. And so what does it mean for you, Coach, to lead this program, lead that community at Richmond with, with the Colonels and show them what you and your staff is about and what your program's going to be about going forward? Well, listen, you know, I'm from Georgetown, Kentucky, which is about 30 miles away from Richmond. And, you know, at one time I was a, I was a high school player in this state. And, listen, there's really good players in this state. And we're so close to Lexington, Louisville, and we're in the central part of the state. So our recruiting base is very wide. And so we, we feel like we can get really good players across the state. And listen, we've got really good Kentucky players on the team already. So, you know, it's a great place to be. The university's growing. Uh, there's new buildings going up every year. So it's a happening place right now. And, Coach, you're also a straight shot to hit down here to Atlanta as well, you know, to get players. Because a lot of players down here who can't go to Georgia, Georgia State and, and, and Georgia Tech. It's a lot of extra guys you can come get down here too, Coach. Right that straight line uh, down 775 there. Listen, uh, listen, Georgia, you guys got plenty of players down there. Listen, I've, I've recruited Georgia for, you know, a long time and been really successful in that state and, and love the talent in that state. And, and the high school coaches are really good in Georgia too, so – you know, you guys kind of got best of both worlds there. You got that right, Coach. Now, Coach, I know you come – East Kentucky's like, like home to you, so it has to feel good for you and your family, you know, to make that jump, take this opportunity. So when you went on offer to you, it was kind of like a, yes, I'll do it. No matter what, I'm going to do this because it's, it's, it's so, so, so perfect for me and my family. So when you first heard got the offer, Coach, how did it feel, man? And how, how jump, jumping you and your, was your family like, oh, wow, this is a great opportunity for us to go, go back home here? Yeah, well, listen, I'm going to be honest. I – I, I tried to play it cool when, when I got the call from Steve Lockmuller, my athletic director, and uh, I tried to keep my emotions in, but I, I, I couldn't, I, I really can't even put into words how I was feeling. And, and really, listen, that excitement hasn't changed. Every day I'm walking in here and I feel like I'm coaching the Boston Celtics. It's, I'm having so much fun. I, I love the people here, I love the leadership here, and it's been an absolute incredible experience so far. So, you know, I'm blessed. Very lucky and honored to be the coach here. And coach, I could tell somebody about you earlier today. Like, hey, Coach Hamilton's in a good spot. You know, he's he's not that much older than the guy, so you, you still you still relate to him. You're not not like you're not in your fifties or your sixties. You can relate to him. He's thirty seven years old. You can relate to these guys. Still, they're like, oh, he's he's cool. We like he's kind of like one of our big brother to us almost. He's still our coach, but you can relate to the guy who's always good about recruiting and kids nineteen twenty years old. It's being really able to relate to them and what they, 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 they enjoy. So I feel like that for you, Coach, being close in age, not an older coach in this situation, works out good for you as well. Yeah, you know, and you know this. I think nowadays you've got to be able to connect with them. You know, these young people are on Twitter. They're on Facebook. They're on Instagram. They're on Snapchat. you got to be able to reach down and get to their level, and, and you got to be able to understand them and what they're going through. You know, times have really changed. Back when we were in college, we didn't have all this social media. We didn't have as many online courses. We weren't living like they're living now. So, you know, you know, I, I am 37, and I try to connect with them as much as I can. But at the same time, they know I'm going to, you know, coach them hard and hold them to a high standard. And they appreciate that because these guys want to win, and, and that's important to them. 
get out there right now, coach, any workouts that you've been having with the guys, you know, are you kind of implementing your style or you kind of just kind of seeing what you got as you try to go out here and recruit and find guys, fill out your roster for years to come and issue as well if you find a late transfer or, or a late JUCO guy you want to bring in? Well, you know, every day we're implementing the style and it's an up-tempo, fast-paced style. And when I say that, you know, we're every time they, they step in between the lines, they're on the move um, and we're going hard and we're going fast. Um, and, you know, I only right now only get two hours a week with them. So, you know, I've had very limited workouts. I think we've had six or seven workouts, but, you know, I'm very pleased with them. It's a different style and not nothing against anybody else who was here before me. It's just, you know, every coach is different. Every style is a little bit different. So, you know, and I'm a little bit different and they're getting used to it. But look, everybody wants to, every kid in, in the country, if you ask him and you say, hey, how do you want to play? He's going to tell you, I want to play up-tempo. I want to play fast. And that's really how we're going to play. And, you know, so the kids are enjoying it. And But, you know, to play fast and to play up-tempo, I mean, you got to be in incredible shape. So we're doing a lot of, con- yeah, we're doing a lot of conditioning. And uh, so it's hard for, from that standpoint, but they're really enjoying it. And I, I couldn't be happier because these guys have bought in already. So we're having a lot of fun right now. Uh, here there, folks. We got A.W. Hamilton here on, on the Boston Coach, the East Kentucky Colonels up there out of the OVC. Now, Coach, what's been your biggest adjustment for you going from a long time assistant to the lead man there, the head man East Kentucky? So what's been the biggest adjustment for you being that, that big chair once you're over here so far? Well, you know, I, I was uh, – I was the head coach for six years at Hargrave, and then I was an assistant coach at NC State for, you know, a guy that's like my father, Kevin Keats, for about 10 months, and then I got this job. So, you know, I was an assistant for a short amount of time, and so I'm, I'm you know, I'm kind of, you know, slid back up the chair, and, you know, it's it's fun to be back in this position. I love leading young people. Um, I love coaching. I love teaching. Uh, I love being part of these guys' life off the floor, so – you know, again, you know, I'm really excited and, you know, honored to be the coach here. It's been a lot of fun so far. And I'm undefeated yeah, right now. Hey, look, I had Kevin on the show last year and the year before, man. He's always he's been a good guest to me. Uh, love talking to him about, about ball in his life period, man. He's a great guy, man. He worked for a cool dude, man. Yeah, no, great guy. Now, Coach, recruiting-wise, Kyle made a little comment about that little queerest question here. So, are you looking for more so – High school freshman, are you going to build a JUCO route, being at the level you're at in the OVC, or you want to go to go transfer out with guys from high major school who may want an opportunity to play ball, who may maybe have a situation as an old school wants to play in time, come down to your level and be a world leader. So you can look at all three of those options. You kind of just plan it by your single time what, what comes you guys' way. Yeah, so what, what we've done, we've signed three guys already. We've got a high school guy. We've got a junior college guy, and then we've got a high major uh, transfer. So, you know, we've got we've got a little bit of everything, and probably going to sign a couple more guys in this class. And you know, so I, I think the important thing is we got to balance out the class uh, because you know we, we're trying to build a program. Don't want to build a team. Want to build the program, and want to build a program so year in year out we can compete for the OVC championship. Yes, indeed. Now, Coach, looking at non-college skills you guys, I know probably a lot of it's done for you for next year. Going forward, are you trying to, you know, play more high major schools, play, play all the Kentucky schools around you there, go to Cincinnati, play Xavier and those guys, Cincinnati, or are you trying to just get some guys to come to Richmond and play you guys on two or two for one basis maybe, you know, or get some, all you guys buy five those guarantee games to get that money for the university. How are you going to play it, Coach? Well, we're, we're going to mix it up. Listen, so this year we're going to play uh, – Tennessee, Xavier, Pittsburgh, we're going to play all three of them. 
Uh, we're going to play in the Paradise Jam in November, which is a really good field with Kansas State, Missouri, Oregon State, Penn, Old Dominion, uh, Kennesaw State. So we'll play in that tournament. And then we got some great rivalries here in our in our region where we got Marshall coming in this year. We got Northern Kentucky coming in this year. So, you know, we want to continue those rivalries. Uh, we want to continue to play Western Kentucky. And, the, you know, our series will start back up, I think, next year. So, you know, obviously you want to keep it in the region and, and build these rivalries. That's what the fans want to see. They want to see us play, you know, the likes of Marshall and Northern Kentucky and those type of teams out of conference. So we'll continue to do that and continue to build on our schedule. Seeing that, seeing with you guys playing fast and Marshall playing fast, it's going to be a heck of a game between Dan D'Antoni and yourself, man. Of the fast paced, a lot of three pointers game, a, a Warriors Paradise game, as I would call it, coach. <laughs> yeah, there, there might be some points scored in that game, my friend. <laughs> yes, indeed. Now, coach, I mentioned Kevin Keats about it. So, uh, who are some of the coaches and people in your life and your coaching career, professionally, professionally, really helped you get to the point you are today, man? Well, you know, I, there, there's been a lot that have impacted my life. I, and I go back to my high school coach, Billy Hicks, who's the head coach of Scott County High School. Is You know, he's an all-time leader in wins in the state of Kentucky. He's a tremendous person and a tremendous coach and teacher of the game. And then, you know, I was fortunate enough to play for Kevin Keats. And then, then I went on and played for Dave Odom at Wake Forest. And then I played for Skip Prosser. Uh, and then I played for a guy named Greg White, and then I finished my career playing for Ron Jersa. So, and I played for so many coaches, and all those coaches, you know, have impacted my life greatly. So, you know, I was I was very blessed to go through so many coaching changes because I got so many people, you know, in, in my corner that helped me and guide me. So, you know, the, all of them have, have touched my life in different ways. And coach, last one I got for you, coach. I want to get kind of like your your typical day, coach. So talk to us, like your typical day, like you know, you go in the office, you're working out, you're doing meetings with staff, meetings with the administration, meeting with community leaders. How's your day like, man? Each day here so far. You know, every day is filled with excitement. You know, I'm getting, you know, I call it my opportunity clock in the morning. Some people call it an alarm clock. I call it my opportunity clock. That thing goes off about four thirty. I'm racing out of bed. Uh, and I'm excited to get over here, you know, and I just, you know, I'm recruiting, you know, I'm meeting with different people in the community. Um, you know, we're fundraising, we're doing a little bit of everything. And, uh, and then the most important thing that I'm doing is I'm building a relationship with my team and, uh, I'm getting to know them, you know, we're meeting with each other. We're, you know, having one-on-one -on -one meetings, we're having team meetings. Uh, we're doing different things as a team, different outings and, you know, and then we're practicing and we're working out. So, you know, my day is busy. And, uh, you know, I'm still at the office now, and I'll probably be over here for another hour or so and then go work out and call it quits for the day. I hear that, Coach. Well, Coach, hey, it's been great to have you on the show. Coach, we'll have you on again real soon, man. Good luck this summer. We'll talk to you around October, November. We'll get ready to tip off there, Coach. Well, thank you so much for having me. Look forward to talking to you again. Travis Williams, President and CEO of Academics and Athletic Consultant, focused on educating and empowering tomorrow's collegiate athletic leaders. 
My passion is for the education and genuine concern and care for today's student-athlete. It's the centerpiece of my life's work. A college education, both in and out of the classroom, is a truly rewarding benefit. For more information on AAC, you can go to www.academicsandathleticsconsulting.com. Once again, www.academicsandathleticsconsulting.com. Or you can follow me on Facebook at Academics and Athletic Consulting or Twitter at Coach TWheel24 or Instagram Travis L. Williams24. Or you can call me at 404-542-607. Once again, AAC is very proud to partner with J.R. McHenry of the Bossman Radio Show covering sports and entertainment across the country. Please tune in weekly for informative, entertaining, and expert analysis on today's sports and entertainment topics. Thank you. A gorgeous tan from Suntan City gives you an inner glow that relights the fire when you run into your first crush. Vicky, who is that? An old boyfriend. Lucky you just tanned at Suntan City. Lucky he's single. We're doing lunch tomorrow. Won't be single for long then. During Tour of the City, try all five tans, including spray tan, for just $4.99. Restrictions may apply. Click to buy now. Hip-hop fans, I got a great album for you. The debut album from Family Grinding NC, True Speech, and 313 Fresh. We're going to give you two discs, 33 songs of pure, genuine hip-hop. Albums available on iTunes, Amazon, Google Play, illstreetrex.com. And streaming live right now on Rhapsody, Beats Music, Spotify, Xbox Music, Slacker Radio, and SoundCloud. Check them out today. True Speech and 313 Fresh Family Grind ENT. Believe in it, get it. On your minds, we get ready to delve into the world of crazy. One more good time. <laughs> I don't even know, bro. Like, I'm just, I am, I'm ready for a boss report in my life. I guess the best way to put it, um, you know, like I've said before, some days you just, you need a little BR to pick your spirits up, brother. Yes, indeed. Well, folks, you've been waiting on it. It's time for it. It's here. It's boss report. First story, John, is this. Make it last forever. Derek Fisher takes a geriatric knee, asks for Gloria Gavon to marry him. Matt Barnes reluctantly approves. He said takes a geriatric knee. <laughs> yes. I'm sorry, but that's, that might be, you know, it's, sometimes it's subtle, right? It's just the subtle, the little subtle things that are in these stories. He takes a geriatric me. Like my man ain't even that he's not even that old, but dude. <laughs> he's in a geriatric knee. Oh jeez. 
I mean, that's, that one threw me for a loop. Okay, so read it back to me, because I, after you said that, I lost it. So, all right. Yeah, okay. <laughs> Make it last forever. In the, in the Keith Sweat style. Derek takes a geriatric knee and has Bug Bond to marry him, and Matt Bond reluctantly approves. Reluctantly approves. Okay. <laughs> I, I'd be honest, I thought that he was married already. So, I, I thought he was. Maybe I'm thinking, you know what I'm thinking of? I don't know why I confused these two, but I'm thinking of Rick Fox. Yes. Because he was married, met, was or is married to Vanessa Williams. Yes. I think they're divorced. I don't know. I, think I, mean, I don't know who Rick Fox would be now. Yeah. <laughs> Rick Fox always reminded me, like, when I, whenever I saw him play, it was like, he was just, like, basically just a model playing basketball, right? Like, he was, that's what I thought. Exactly. He was just a good-looking dude that happened to be good at basketball. Really wasn't super talented as far as I remember. Nothing stuck out about his game, but he's just one of those dudes that like was out there. Yes indeed, yeah. So uh I'll let it be at the wedding when Matt Barnes is there looking at the whole through Derek Fisher. I just can't I, that one that one threw me for a loop. Geriatric knee. Like <laughs> <laughs> Exactly. And get this. Extremely messy, extremely loud breakups. David Otunga thinks his ex-wife's producer is pounding his former wife, Jay Hood's sonic boom poom smithereens <laughs> doing, quote, studio sessions. Is that Jennifer Hudson? Is that who they're Yes. <laughs> yes. Uh, I love it when they say smithereens. <laughs> There's so many words in the English language, but that one's a good one. Smithereens. Pounding it to smithereens. <laughs> or, or colossal cakes. Colossal cakes. I don't know why today, but I feel like focusing on the the actual wording of the stories instead of the stories themselves. I can't stop myself from doing it, but that's hilarious. And then what did they dub Jennifer Hudson? J-Hud? J-Hud. Sonic Boom Boom. <laughs> J, like everything can't be it started it all started with j-lo right that was like the first one that kind of started the whole thing off right yes so then everybody after that had to be whatever first initial half of their last name so you know once they started doing it to uh that dude that was married to britney spears kate k fed when they started doing K-Fed, oh yes that, that that's wrong I was like, okay, stop. Like, and now everybody, everybody's got it. Everybody. I mean, we got to come up with something else at this point. Like, just stop. Stop. Exactly. <laughs> J Hud. J Hud should be the one that ends it. Yes, she should. Yes, she should. We got this one too, bro. Nah, we good. North Carolina restaurant offers lottery raffle a chance to eat a tarantula burger and get their cake spanked by a local stripper. <laughs> a tarantula burger? Yes. Um, no thanks. Don't want to eat a tarantula burger. I'm sorry, like, I will eat some strange things, you know, here and there. Like, uh, alligator. I've eaten alligator before. It wasn't all that bad. I don't know, but I'm not eating any kind of tarantula burger. Sorry. Not gonna happen, right? Exactly. I ain't way, no way, no how, brother. No chance. No way, no how. I don't, I don't know what my weird food criteria is, like what is and isn't going to fly with me, but I know that tarantula burger is not on the list. Not on the list. So, And also, 
I don't really care to be spanked by a stripper. Like, what? <laughs> what kind of incentive is this? Exactly. Get I mean, spanked by a quote local stripper. Right. I'd rather have a pizza and a two-liter. Like, I don't understand what's the what's the draw here. Exactly. We got this too. We got dripping infinite boyfriend ran off with his ex's. $500,000 winnings and upgraded to a new hoe per local story. What? So wait a minute. <laughs> this dude's this dude's chick won the lottery? Yes. He took the money and ran and, yes. hooked, and hooked up with a new chick. Yes. Dude, that is some bleep right there. Like, my man, <laughs> really? <laughs> I mean, that is rough, bro. That is rough. Like, you win the lottery, and you're like, oh, sweet, I won the lottery, baby. Oh, yeah? I'm about to gank that and go hook up with your friend Tina. Like, what? <laughs> like, what? Exactly. Like, for real? Oh, that's rough, man. We got this. Instagram rejection. Jess Hilarious says, Brazilian butthurt Nicki Minaj is Cardi Bitter, and Lil' Kim scorned on following her on Instagram and flexing on her saying she ain't bleep. Okay, so you're gonna have to walk me through this one because I'm yes, I'm a little bit lost here. So, Little Kim, I understand. I, I'm a, I'm well aware of Little Kim. Totally. And Cardi know. B, when they called her Cardi Bitter. It's Cardi B, I've heard of Cardi B, but I'm not like super familiar with what her deal is. Okay. Oh, she's pregnant with one of the Migos' baby. Offset, Mama. Okay. Offset. Yeah. Okay. Yes, and just hilarious is some random random. Says that Nicki Minaj is quote Brazilian butter about those two I'm following her on Instagram. So now flexing, flexing on her. Okay, so now just to I want to clarify, Brazilian butt hurt means like really super butt hurt because Brazilian butts are super big, right? Exactly. Okay, all right. I, that's what I thought. I just was clarifying. I want to clarify, make sure I'm not misunderstanding. Okay, continue. Yes, and that's that story that she's just upset about those two women following her on Instagram. So these two are following Nikki and unfollow her and then ones are giving her takes about her on Instagram. <laughs> so basically it's like some high school girl drama that's going on, right? Pretty much. Uh like if I'm Nikki Minaj, I don't I don't really care. I mean frankly, like little Kim, you know, I mean she's kind of been the you know, she's kinda over over that right I mean I'm not trying to be a jerk but she's like from a celebrity standpoint she's already had her time Nicki Minaj is like kind of where it's at now and this other chick Cardi B and, and whomever else like they're nothing compared to Nicki Minaj so like well, who cares right I'm with you. Hmm. okay I'm just listen I had to break that one down a little bit I needed a little bit of help okay that one was kind of like a, a had a little bit of an email feel to it you know a little email feel Got that right. Here we go. We got fresh out of ideas. A YouTuber is facing two years of jail time for giving a homeless man Oreos filled with toothpaste due to his, quote, horrific breath. <laughs> That's so wrong, dude. Okay, so wait a minute. This is how bad this is. This man took the time to buy Oreos, take them home, carefully separate the Oreos, take the white cream filling off the Oreos, Fill it with toothpaste, put the top back on, and then go and serve them to a homeless man. Like, that is how, that's how involved yes. this scenario is. Yes. 
Why couldn't you just like giving him the regular Oreos, giving him a toothbrush, a bottle of water, and toothpaste, <laughs> and said, "Hey, I just want to let you know that you know you're homeless, and this might help you with your dental hygiene. You know, here's a tube of toothpaste and a toothbrush, and you can brush teeth every day, and you know, help yourself out. Why you got to go sneaky on the guy? Like maybe he knows that he's got some stank breath." What's he supposed to do about it? He's homeless. Like, he can't roll up into the bathroom in the morning and wake up and brush his chompers, right? He's okay. Oh, my God. Dude, that was some involved mess to go through to get a homeless dude to get some fresh breath, right? Exactly. And we got this story, John. Sigh, hater, theater. White, frat, and Sussex University masturbates on each other, dropping dessert on each other. While pledging to hate black Hispanic and Jews, saying, quote, we are the pure race, we're the pure nation with, with the pure fluid. <laughs> Wait a minute. These are, these are white dudes doing this? Yes. <laughs> Where are they at? Syracuse. Oh my god, dude. Uh, you might want to rethink that. Like, if you're... Uh, <laughs> If you're tossing it around with a bunch of dudes that you live with, um, that might be your first clue that you're not maybe as pure as you think you are. Like, you're, yeah, you might have some issues, I guess is what I'm saying. Yeah, if you're dropping ice cream on the love of me and then they drop it on you. Oh, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's a problem, Ari. <laughs> uh, I, I don't know. I don't know what to say, Jerry, about that one. There's lots of things to say. I mean, we we don't even have to get into the blatant racism of it all, but... Like, exactly. Jesus. Uh, most of the really? time, like, I... This is... When people are... are if you're stupid enough to be uh, racist, okay? So if you're, if you're openly and outwardly racist, and you're stupid enough to do that and hold those feelings, then this type of behavior doesn't really surprise me, I guess is what I'm saying. Exactly. If you're that stupid, we're going to let you be that stupid. For sure. Right. And, what I'm about to point is this, John, this poor thing, future Lottie, 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 die, dumps Joyce Chavez to give him his baby mom, Brittany, saying, quote, look, the baby mama be bringing it to me. Had to get back with her. You know, dig it. Future free bands, baby. <laughs> Explaining it like only future can, right? Exactly. <laughs> I mean, I don't really have anything to add to that. It makes sense to me. Future's right. Whatever he says is correct. Exactly. Especially in Florida. Whatever he says is correct. Whatever he says in Florida, he's always right. Correct. He is right. You're, you got it. <laughs> so, John, what is your take on this boss put my brother? It was a good one. It was a good one. I, I, I learned some things. Um, there was some good wording in these stories, which is always fun. I, I have to be more aware of the way that some of these things are worded as we move forward because it seems like I might be missing out on some of the action. You know, I got to make sure sometimes I'm going to have to consult you, um, you know, as we move forward to make sure I'm not missing anything. You got there right. Well, folks, Jaron John, Boss Man Show, Boss Report.
all your photo, video, and voiceover needs, check out the fine folks at Blu-ray Productions. They will take good care of you. If you don't believe me, you can see for yourself. Check out their work at blueberryproductions.tv, the Facebook page, Blueberry Productions, also a Vimeo page, a YouTube page, and it's Blueberry, B-L-U-B-E-R-R-Y, Prod on Twitter. Check them out today. Blueberry Productions, great people, great work, great service. Fantasy football season is fast approaching, and if you're looking for an edge this season, you need to contact the guys at Draft Day Consultants. The concept is a simple one. Draft Day Consultants takes your requests and connects you with one of their trusted analysts, who then guide you through your draft. Whether you just need a sounding board on decisions, or if you need them to conduct your entire draft, Draft Day Consultants has you covered. Every one of their consultants has a proven track record of success, and have conducted hundreds, even thousands of mock drafts. Thanks to this year-round research and analysis, the guys at DDC have an unmatched understanding of player values. So gain an edge on your league mates this season by hitting up DraftDayConsultants.com. That's www.DraftDayConsultants.com. Now get after it, fantasy footballers. Yeah, yeah, it's your man, JC, the host with the most, baby, and it goes down each and every Saturday night right here in the city of Memphis. That's right, y'all. It goes down at Clicks Sports Bar Memphis, baby, 3705 Malco Way, Memphis, Tennessee, 38125. Come out and join us, the Three Kings, each and every Saturday night for the liveest karaoke in the city. Everybody gets in free till 10 p.m., only $5 after. Great food. We got drink specials. We got all kind of games, man. We got the pool tables popping. Whatever you want, we got you, man. Come on out. Have a good time with us each and every Saturday night. That's Clicks Sports Bar, Memphis. we